Jenny, Rampage of Appreciation, tell me three things you're grateful for. I am grateful to be with Ethan and Jeff. I am grateful for a nice sunny day, and I am grateful for the daffodils in a pot that I can see sitting on my porch that my mother dropped off for me. Oh, you, that's go. Nice. I am grateful for the purrs of a healthy, happy kitten mm-hmm. in my household. I am grateful for the fact that John is currently, as we speak, putting enchiladas in the oven. And I am also grateful for a sunny, lovely day. Nice. Well done. All right. Well done. I'm also grateful for you. I'm grateful for you. I mean, that goes without saying. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. Disciplined and so grateful. That's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits And we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Although lately, Peggy and I are giving ourselves some grace and we are just doing our best to get through each day. We hope that you are being gentle with yourselves too. Jenny and I are recording this episode on Tuesday, May the 5th, 2020. We are now in our eighth week of social distancing, if you can believe it. Uh, On today's episode, which is number 98 of the Improvement Project, we are digging back into a habit that we discussed way back in February of 2019 in episodes 33 through 36 of the Improvement Project. That habit, and yes, it is a habit, is gratitude. Call it thankfulness, appreciation, or that warm and fuzzy sensation in your chest. Gratitude is the ability to take stock of all the good surrounding you, whether it's the view outside, hot showers, access to the internet, clean water to drink, no matter whether the things you are thankful for are big or small or a combination of the two, they make for a kind of thinking that helps you concentrate on all that you have instead of what you are lacking. Jenny and I have both maintained the habit of gratitude in the time of COVID, and we really feel as though it has been a helpful superpower of sorts to keep us grounded and focused on the good things in our worlds, especially when it sometimes feels as though everything sucks. Yeah, the news is really full of troubling stories, and we are culturally worried about our health and the health of our loved ones. Many of us have lost our jobs or have been thrust into a work situation that is strangely mixed with home and childcare duties, and it can feel very overwhelming and like it's all bad news out there. It's especially important to remind ourselves of the good things in our worlds right now. But don't take our word for it. We do have some science to back us up. In the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology in 2003, the effect of a grateful outlook on psychological and physical well-being was examined. Participants were split into several groups and kept records of their moods, coping behaviors, health behaviors, physical symptoms, and overall life appraisals. Results suggest that a conscious focus on gratitude and blessings may have an emotional and 
interpersonal benefit. Anecdotally, I'd say this is absolutely true. Hundo P. Yeah. We have come across countless studies that all demonstrate the clear benefits of adding a gratitude practice to your life in terms of making you happier. Science can even confirm that gratitude actually rewires your brain. According to an article called The Grateful Brain from Psychology Today, gratitude can have such a powerful impact on your life because it engages your brain in a virtuous cycle. Your brain only has so much power to focus its attention. It cannot easily focus on both positive and negative negative stimuli. It is like a small child, easily distracted. Oh, your tummy hurts? Here's a lollipop. So, you lost your job? Isn't it wonderful we're having KFC for dinner? On top of that, your brain loves to fall for the confirmation bias. That is, it looks for things that prove what it already believes to be true. And the dopamine in your brain that gives you that good shot of like uh, reward is also uh, reinforcing this. So once Mm -hmm. you start seeing things to be grateful for, then your brain starts looking for more things to be grateful for. And that's how this virtuous cycle gets created. Mm -hmm. So there isn't a whole lot of downside to focusing on gratitude. So we want to share once again, the practice that Peggy and I have been using for our gratitude habit, and then also give you some other suggestions for tuning in into an attitude of gratitude. So we've talked about the five minute journal before, and the five minute journal uses uh, a system of daily prompts. So there are prompts in the morning and they are, I am grateful for, and then there's space to write three things. And then the next part is what would make today great. Then there's space for three things and then daily affirmations. So I am, and then it leaves you space to fill in the gap with what you want to say about yourself. So I think these are great ways to kind of prompt you as to what to write, because it could be hard to just sit down and just kind of start writing stuff. So it gives you a structure. And then what it does is at the end of the day, it prompts you for three amazing things that happened today. And then how could I have made today even better? So I think this is a great setup. I'm, I've been using this one for, I think four years, maybe I can't remember. I know I've got a stack of these journals Mm -hmm. and, um, my favorite part is the writing the amazing things that happened today. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. I I like that too. I often write more than the three, like I'll write in a bunch because it's, it feels really good to think of all of the good things that happened. Yeah. That's awesome. And well, and especially now too, right? When you're, as Mm -hmm. we just talked about getting into that virtuous cycle, you start focusing on what you're grateful for. And all of a sudden you have so much more things that you can put on the list. So that's great. Yeah. Um, I, the thing I like about this whole process is that it's so quick, but then it's so effective there's something about it that can take you out of a funk that can sort of refocus you, especially if you're having a day where you're feeling particularly down or if you're feeling like everything sucks. Gratitude really does rewire your brain. And it also takes you out of that space where you might be feeling negative or judgmental or sad or whatever negative emotion you can think of. You cannot focus on those things and gratitude at the same time. It really is a superpower. And it's yeah. this exercise I found very helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, some other ways that you could incorporate, um, gratitude into a daily practice, uh, verbal expressions. So John and I play a game called rampage of appreciation. And I played this with Jenny just before we started recording tonight. So anytime, anywhere, ask someone to tell you three things that they are grateful for. 
So this can be especially effective in a stressful or a troubling situation if you want to just change the mood or just kind of get yourself out of whatever's going on. So think about people, experiences, and things in your life that are good, right, and working well. Be specific, get personal, uh, really like get into the feeling of it. And if you start to catch yourself smiling and feeling happier or better, well, uh, we told you so. Yeah. Uh, Another thing you can do is prayer. And this is something that I think a lot of people, especially if they've been in a practice of this through a religious practice through their whole lives, it's just something that they're comfortable with already. So then adding gratitude into that practice uh, can be easier than trying to start a whole new extra gratitude practice. Prayer often uh, is around gratitude anyway. So that's a a way that um, if you already have a prayer practice in your world, you can just make sure that your prayers include more gratitude. Um, Another option would be a photo journal. So this is another type of media for some people's brains that work differently rather than writing something down, having photos of things that they're grateful for and keeping a journal. Um, This uh, would also be really cool to look back on as well. And the Mm -hmm. five minute journal app. So we've discussed the five minute journal and its various prompts, but the app that you can download from the app store, it gives the option to include a daily photo in addition to those prompts that Jenny just outlined. So, um, that's another neat thing to add to it. If you feel like a photo would be something that would be helpful for you. Yeah, I like doing it. And I have done that one before as part of a online course I was doing. And it was like, you, you needed to take five pictures throughout the day of things that you notice it was like five or six and then it would put them into a collage. So each day you'd have a collage of like a little grid of the things that you were grateful for that day. And I actually had like printed them out and you put them in a journal and you kind of embellish that, like decorate it. It was really neat. Oh, that's neat. I would have trouble find remembering to take the photo. I guess if you got, if you were practiced at it, you would get better at it. Well, the really interesting thing was it made you look for things throughout the day. Oh, cool. Oh, that's a neat idea. Maybe I should try it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it was kind of kind of cool. It'd be fun to do with a friend too, to say like or text a friend a picture of something you're grateful for, like back and forth each yeah, day. Yeah, it's like a little grateful accountability kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love cool. it. All right, we just felt like it was really important to kind of tune back into gratitude during this time, so that we hope we hope that you do. I hope that you found something that we said today about gratitude helpful. And Jenny and I want you to know, listeners, that we are so grateful for you. And we are definitely grateful for you listening to us every week. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right. Now it's time for a segment that we call, ooh, me likey. Peggy and I like talking to each other about podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading, random internet hilarity we've found, and we feel like you'll find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. And we know that this seems extra important right now. So Jenny, what are you liking this week? Okay, well, mine is on the theme of gratitude, funnily enough. Awesome. Um, And I had ordered a while back on Amazon, a kid's gratitude journal for Ethan. Um, He, every morning, sees me writing in mine and... It kind of crossed my mind that it might be nice for him. He does run a little bit on the negative side. So I kind of thought that this might be nice to kind of get his brain thinking about things he's grateful for. There are a absolute ton of kids gratitude journals on Amazon. I happened to pick up one that was called the three minute gratitude journal for kids. Um, It, I think it was, yeah, $8.99. Like there's tons on there. You can take a look. 
you could get ones with a unicorn on the front. You could get ones with monsters, spaceship. There's a ton of them if you go on and look. Um, and they're all pretty basic. They have the same layout on each page. Um, the one that we got has a prompt at the top for three things they're grateful for um, that they write in ideally in the morning. And then at the end of the day, there is an open place where they can write or draw a picture of something that happened that day that they're grateful for. Um, so that has been very entertaining. I think we're on maybe day five that he's had it. And he actually... He was so much more excited to get it than I thought he would be. Like, I oh, didn't cool. tell him I ordered it. And when he saw it, he was so excited. And now in the morning, we sit and write it together. So I do mine while he does his. And um, at night now, before we read in his bed, him and I sit and he um, draws a picture. Um, but it's so funny because I've noticed he just tends to write whatever was most recent. Oh. And we've been, you know, like I would say maybe three out of the last six nights as a family, we've watched maybe half of a movie, like just in the evening. <laughs> so it's like always about a movie he's watched. But yeah, <laughs> so oh. it's interesting, though, seeing the things that he writes that he's grateful for. Oh, that's cool. And I think it's a good practice to get kids into early. So then it's just part of their life. And it just seems normal. Love it. Yeah. And you could certainly I mean, I'm saying that I like this journal. You don't have to get a journal, you could use anything paper, a little notebook that you already have, you don't have to buy something to start doing this. Um, but given our situation right now, it was just an idea we had of giving him something to do. Cool. So, yeah. Cool, cool. How about you? Well, uh, we've talked about it for sure before on the podcast that both of us love the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yes. And um, season seven is on Netflix right now. And it just came out, I think, last week. And of course, John and I binged it. And it makes me so happy. It's so funny and so amazing. And I love everything about it. And it was just like what I needed. It did the body good like to watch that Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That show is so well done. Yeah, it was very fun. Isn't it great to have funny shows right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's something oh. lovely about it. It's like a little, I don't know, it's like taking medicine for your soul, laughing like, at these shows. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Parks and Rec, and 30 Rock make me laugh endlessly. They are so good. Basically, anything that kind of comes out of the little Saturday Night Live universe, I'm Absolutely. like, sign me up. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's great. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm still watching Catastrophe. Oh, well, I, I have mentioned this. My sister, Jenny, who's big into lots of... Another Jenny, who's big yes. into um, uh, watching various TV shows. She confirmed that it's amazing. So I've got two good testimonials <sighs> now, so I have to get after it. So, and it, it's a show, like, it's very funny, but there's also some sad parts to it. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but the times that Jeff sits down to watch it with me are always the sad or, like, kind of a little <laughs> bit harder to watch ones. And he's like, um, I thought you said this was a funny show. <laughs> he's like, this show is depressing because the man in it is, has a drinking problem. And it, it happens to always be an episode where that kind of bubbles over. Oh, no. That he's watching it with me, and I'm like, oh, it's not always like this. <laughs> I swear it's funny sometimes. Yeah. I t that tends to happen when you recommend a show to someone, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I'm going to watch 99. You got it. All right. Now it's time for a segment uh, you win or you learn. And each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there is cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. 
These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. So the last few weeks, Jenny and I have both been doing a win because we've decided that everything in the world is a learn right now. And so we figured we needed a win. So mine is a win, but it's kind of a learn. And um, the outcome is a win. And I Mm -hmm. want people to know this detail that happened here because I did not. And so that's why it's a learn and a win. So here's what happened. John and I learned a very stressful and very expensive lesson this past week. And I might get emotional when I'm talking about this because it was stressful enough that it caused me a lot of tears. Yeah, I'm um, kidding. We got a bouquet of flowers from a friend last week, which was lovely. Yeah. And then on Wednesday night, just before bed, I had an intuition that something was a bit off with Amigo. And that's mm-hmm. my cat. So I noticed he had chewed on the leaves of one of the flowers in the bouquet. And at first, I wasn't concerned because it's, he's a cat and he likes to chew on things. But then I had an aha moment and started Googling. And Uh long story short, we now know that lilies are deathly toxic to cats. And (laughs) Amigo had to go to the hospital from Wednesday night until Saturday afternoon and receive IV fluids to flush his kidneys. Um, He is okay now. He had his follow-up blood work this week uh, at the vet on Monday, and he's clear. He has no permanent damage, but it was very scary and very stressful and very expensive, and I had a lot of tears about it. And I want to share this story because with our listeners because I've had cats for 15 years as an adult and my whole life before that growing up, and I did not know this detail. Every part of the lily is deadly toxic to cats and it will shut down their kidneys and kill them in a few days unless you catch it and start treatment in the first few hours after ingestion. If I had waited until the next day, mm-hmm. <laughs> we probably would have lost them. Anyway, yeah. um, I asked the vet and this happens commonly and it usually happens around Easter and Mother's Day because people give lilies at these holidays. And she told me that cats die every year. So please, if you are sending flowers to anyone this weekend for Mother's Day, make sure to exclude lilies if the household you're sending the flowers to has a cat. And also, please, everyone that you know that has a cat, tell them this because it's something I didn't know and I feel like it should be common knowledge. We can prevent a cat from getting sick or dying by just sharing this information. And they're so toxic that even if a cat rubs up against a lily in a garden and pollen comes on their fur, if they then lick their fur, as cats do that can be enough to kill them. If they sip the water that's in a vase that a lily had been in, that can be enough to kill them. This is how toxic they are. Wow. So, um, yes. Amigo had to go to the hospital. We caught it early. Uh, He's fine. But this is something that I just, it's a big learn for us. And ultimately it's a win because my kitty cat is just fine and I love him and I was not ready to say goodbye to him. Yeah, absolutely. That is such a... I mean, I had never heard that. I've never been a cat owner, but knowing that they are that lethal to cats, it's one of those things that I was surprised that you don't just hear about that. Yeah. Oh, I thought so. I thought it would have been just like, um, you know, like a a general warning every time you buy lilies, just because I think even at Christmas time, (laughs) (laughs) right. At Christmas time, they have um, warnings on poinsettias because poinsettias are uh, poisonous for cats too that they, they'll say on them. So anyhow, because there's not these warnings and because people don't know and because I didn't know, this is the platform that I have. So if your yeah. ears are listening to my voice right now, tell everyone you know that has a cat to keep them away from lilies. And if you're sending bouquets of flowers, 
make sure that you double check to make sure there's no cats in their household if you're sending lilies. Yeah, that's such a good little nugget of information. And I, I'm so glad that Amigo's okay. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh, such a sweet, sweet cat. Okay, so somewhat related to Mother's Day is my win. Okay. And I, um, obviously, a lot of small businesses, restaurants, the, this whole pandemic has been very difficult on them. Um, but we did see a local restaurant, which is called The Bistro in St. Thomas, has now reopened to be able to do takeout. So we've ordered from them. And they were telling us when we um, did our pickup of the takeout that they are doing a Mother's Day special, like a turkey dinner special that you can pick up and they'll give it to you in like heat and serve containers. And I just thought that this was fantastic because we can pick up dinner for ourselves and I'm going to get a dinner for my mom as well to drop off at her house. And you're supporting a local business and keeping people working. And so that just felt like a win-win on Mother's Day, not cooking and supporting a local business. They did say that they think that they're going to run out of them quickly. So, I mean, that would be the best possible outcome, though. Oh, of course. Yeah. And the cool part is, is when you do your iPad or computer um, or phone uh, FaceTime or whatever your technology is, then you're eating the same food too, but not in the same house. That's really neat. This is what I thought was kind of great. Um, kind of like redoing what we did for Easter. And uh, yeah, so that felt really good. And I, I kind of hesitate to say too much. I don't, my mom doesn't listen, so we're safe. But I've been able to, for Mother's Day, um, support a couple small businesses in St. Thomas with some gifts. Um, a local flower place had online ordering that you could pre-order a Mother's Day bouquet. So I did that. So it felt good to be able to get creative and think of ways to celebrate moms and also support small businesses. I love it. That's great. Yeah. So, and we said it last week and we'll say it again. We don't know how long these events will last or what our new normal will be when we get to the other side, if we can even call it that. But Peggy and I are going to be here each week sharing what we feel is helpful for us. And hopefully you will find it helpful too. Please reach out to us, ask us questions, share stories of how you're navigating this time we would love to hear. Absolutely. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let us know what you are grateful for. Tuning into gratitude can be very helpful when things seem a bit dire. Reach out on the socials or send us an email and let us know. For questions or comments, send us an email to theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter at jakehouse and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the way that we can be of service right now. And if you found it helpful, pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. So search for the Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay calm, stay home, stay focused and get after it. Sending you all big love. Uh, Thank you for this. I'm grateful for you. As per usual, you make my gratitude journal on the regular. Um, right back at you feel the same way. And I, 
it's so funny, but like, I'm finding it hard right now. Like I'm trying to remember to like check in with people and I like the feature on my phone where I can see when I've called like my grandma or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's so handy that we have this way that we check in every week. I know it is handy. Everybody should have a podcast with their friend. (laughs) You're right. They should.